For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Believe in Sports Business Los Angeles. Happy to have you aboard. My name is Fred Wallen. You can always email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. And again, we'll talk about everything sports business, sports media, Los Angeles, things that you care about, things that I care about. And Unfortunately, let's start with the uh, the bad news, uh, the horrible news. Um, UCLA football. And again, I've been a UCLA fan since the age of five. My mom went there and uh, gone to the Coliseum and the Rose Bowl hundreds of times. And uh, 52,000 people at the Rose Bowl on Saturday to watch UCLA get creamed by Oklahoma, 48-14. Not saying Sooners are not a really good team, but UCLA is a really bad club. And it goes on Dan Guerrero. Now, if you hire one bad coach, that's one thing. But Guerrero's hired their following four coaches. Carl Durrell, nice guy, but he had never coached before. A couple years. Uh, and then they ch- changed to Rick Neuheisel. And, of course, uh, Rick cheated at every place uh, he had ever coached. Uh, got in trouble at Colorado. Got in tr- trouble at Washington. He won a suit, but uh, you know he cheated. Uh, and then Jimmy Mora, who uh, not the coach's dad was. And his dad wasn't a great coach. And then uh, Chip Kelly, who had four great seasons at Oregon. But you have to understand, when he took over for Mike Bellotti, and I follow the, the Oregon schools very closely, when he took over for Mike Bellotti, and, and Bellotti became the athletic director, there was plenty of talent. There was great talent that Bellotti left him. And uh, Jim Moore did not leave uh, Chip Kelly that kind of talent. And now they've gone 0-3 to start last year, and now 0-3 to start this year. They're at Washington State this Saturday night, and they're probably going to be 0-4. That's almost hard to believe if you're a school like UCLA. Now, listen, Dan Guerrero uh, has the smaller sports that don't really matter to a lot of people doing okay. But you know the, the football story, and the basketball story is even worse than you think. Forgetting the fact that uh, they're not winning um, the great point average last year on UCLA's basketball club was so low that if it doesn't improve this year, the UCLA Bruins, winners of uh, 11 national titles, will not be eligible for the 2020 NCAA basketball tournament. Now, as Harry Truman once said, the buck stops here, meaning you can blame you, you, you can certainly blame Steve Alford as the coach. He's a great shooting coach. He's not a very good coach. You can blame him for allowing the great points to go down as they did, but you really have to blame the guy at the top, and the guy at the top since early 2000s have been Dan Guerrero. He came from UC Irvine, and perhaps he should go back. I love the school Irvine. I mean, it's a fine school, but he's not capable of running a big-time college uh, football and basketball program. End of story. That game Saturday was on national TV on Fox. Now think about that. How embarrassing is it 
to lose 48-14 in a game where it wasn't even that close. The Sooners probably could have scored 65 or 70. 48-14 on national TV. And they're probably again going to lose to the Cougars of Washington State, Mike Leach, on Saturday night. And that one's on ESPN nationally. Fortunately, it's 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 in the East, so maybe a lot of people need to be asleep but still, or at a party or something. It's Saturday night, but still, the, the 4.30, 7.30 this Saturday, and they get clobbered by Oklahoma. All right, uh, your comments, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. All right, let's uh, go across town. The Trojans of USC lose a game they probably should have won because BYU is not that good. They lose in overtime. By three. And the pressure again builds on uh, Clay Helton. It really does with Urban Meyer <laughs> so close and people mentioning his name. With Lynn Swan getting pushed out as athletic director, they may make a major change at the end of this season. The Trojans should have won that game. Granted, granted, uh, they're going with their second string quarterback, but he's not bad. He, he really isn't. Uh, uh, he threw three interceptions, but he, you know he's an above average right now as a freshman, an above average uh, collegiate quarterback. But they just made too many mistakes offensively and defensively. And again, I've seen BYU play all three of its games. The Cougars are not that good, and of course they had the crowd at Provo. There's no question about that. But uh, the Trojans have more talent talent than uh, the Cougars of BYU, so I don't quite get it. But you tell me, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com, right here on Believe in Sports Business Los Angeles. We'll talk about everything sports business, and I love talking sports media, so uh, let's go there. And uh, by the way, the 52000 at the uh, Rose Bowl on Saturday. Uh, again, I wasn't there. I watched it on TV. I watched part of it on TV. I couldn't take the second half, but um, friends were there, and they swear half the crowd were Sooner fans. So the Bruins get 26000 and they were giving away tickets. If you bought season tickets to UCLA, uh, they gave you extra tickets this week because they wanted to make it look better for national TV. So apparently the only people that got the tickets were Sooner fans, if, if it's true that half the crowd were uh, rooting for the Sooners. All right, let's move to the National Football League where the Chargers lose at Detroit. Shame, shame, shame. Hunter Henry not there or not. No excuse whatsoever. Rivers did not play well, and again, he blamed others. You know, there are quarterbacks in this league who, when they make a mistake, they uh, blame other people. And when it's a good play, they take the credit for it. Now, he's a Hall of Famer, most likely, Philip Rivers, even though he's never won a championship. He's thrown for as many yards in the top ten, you know, in, in, in the yardage thing in the top ten, and all the percentages in the top ten, and touchdown passes in the top ten or whatever. But when it matters, he's not always there. He really isn't. And uh, anyways, the Chargers go down. And again, I think Melvin Gordon might have made a change, uh, might have made a difference. Uh, maybe he's one step quicker than the rest. And, uh, of course, now the rumors have it that uh, he's going to come back after six or weeks or so to count this year so he can, can become a free agent after this season. And uh, so Chargers uh, didn't give him the money and won't give him the money, apparently. Again, take a look at it. Um, Dallas uh, gave... Um, Ezekiel, the money, across uh, town in Los Angeles, uh, really got the money from the Rams, and then they spent $134 million on Jared Goff, and uh, 
Chargers will not spend it uh, on Melvin Gordon. Any thoughts about that? Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Right here on Believe. Folks, listen to all the shows on Believe, but not just this one. A lot of interesting topics, a lot of interesting people with different opinions. And differing opinions uh, make for a good show. It really does. You might agree. You might disagree. I'd love to hear from you. Sportsfred at AOL.com. As far as the Rams... Well, you really can't judge it. Uh, when uh, Drew Brees goes out in the first quarter, he'll miss six weeks now with the uh, the bad finger. Uh, you can't uh, judge anything. I mean, uh, uh, Terry Bridgewater is, is a good backup quarterback. You remember when he played for Minnesota and, of course, the University of Louisville before that? He's a good quarterback, but he's not Drew Brees, one of the all-time greats, so you really can't judge it. I was looking forward to a spectacular finish of that one after last year, of course, in the playoffs and the non-interference call and whatever. Didn't get it as uh, the Rams win easily, of course. But again, you're going without Drew Brees. So does it really matter? I don't think so. Um, You know, and speaking about that pass interference penalty, um, the NFL changed the rule after last season. And now coaches can throw the red flag or throw their flag uh, if they think there is pass interference and it's not called. Or if it is called and they don't believe it's called. I think it's a waste. I think it's a waste of time. I I, I don't like it. Uh, I saw again yesterday a couple of uh, picks being called pass interference and and, and picks uh, outside of the one you know after one yard after the line of scrimmage. Certainly that's illegal. But I think there's enough uh, flags being thrown in the NFL by the referees and it's pot luck. I don't think the referees are paid off. Most of them get 90% of the calls right. It's a human game. I don't like the change, and I don't know how many years it's signed for, but I hope at the end of it uh, they get rid of it. Uh, I would love your thoughts. If you watched any of the games the first two weekends of the season, your comments. uh, And we're taping this on Monday night about uh, 5.05 Pacific uh, Daylight Time. Um, If you think uh, the interference uh, calls and and you're right as a coach uh, to throw your flag and get it looked at, is good or bad for the game? You tell me, sportsfred at AOL.com, right here on Believe on uh, Sports Business Los Angeles, where we'll talk about anything in the sports business framework or the sports media framework. Uh, but uh, that uh, interference call uh, thing by the coach sort of bothers me a little bit. All right, Major League Baseball now, and the Dodgers, of course, having clinched a couple of weeks ago. Uh, take two out of three of the Orioles last week, take two out of three from the Mets. Bullpen pitched well on Sunday, did not pitch well up to that. And again, the bullpen's going to be the question when uh, we get to to the playoffs. When you're talking five-game series or seven-game series and close games against the better teams in baseball, you got to be able to close out a game. And uh, uh, Bueller did not pitch all that badly yesterday. He went five. Uh, Ryu pitched well, and, and Kershaw pitched well the first two games. But the bullpen... Uh, uh, just uh, wasn't up to snuff. Uh, and again, the Orioles, the game they lost, the bullpen wasn't up to snuff. And um, that's going to be the case. Uh, they went to uh, uh, Maeda in the ninth inning on Sunday for the victory. They did not go to Jensen. Uh, to Jansen. And uh, I don't know what's going to happen. If they don't go to him emotionally, is that going to cause dissension? Some of the players on the team in his corner, Jensen, and some of the players on the team probably not in his corner, is that going to cause dissension on the club? And t- dissension, of course, uh, can destroy a club. The Dodgers have won seven consecutive uh, division titles, but does anybody know about that? Uh, the Braves won how many in a row? 14? 
or is it 15? But they won uh, how many World Series? You tell me. Okay, bottom line is uh, there, there is a problem. There's no question about that, that uh, the bullpen's up and down. Urias is going to be a star, barring an injury and barring him not hitting his uh, girlfriend ever again. Uh, he's got great stuff, but is he a short reliever? Is he a long reliever? Is he a starter? Eventually, he's going to be a starter. I don't think there's any question. The Dodgers did make a good move. They skipped Ryu's um, one start, and he came on strong against the Mets over the weekend, pitched seven innings of two-hit ball, and you can't uh, uh, pitch much better than that. But again, he goes out after seven, and in the eighth inning, the Mets score three against the bullpen. So as a Dodger fan since uh, the age of four or five, um, it's uh, I'd like to see them uh, get the World Series crown. Uh, again, I did the postgame show uh uh, 1988 uh, on KBC and the Dodger Radio Network, and uh, never forget Kirk Gibson's home run. And uh, General Manager George Green turns to me and he says, uh, "You're going to do a talk show as long as there are callers." And we went uh, from about 8:30 to 1:30 in the morning. And usually, uh, we were doing like a one-hour post-game Dodger show. Usually Monday through, I mean, whenever they played in the regular season or the playoffs. But this one particular game. George knew that the the fans uh, were crazy about the Gibson home run, as uh, you know, Vince Scully called it. Uh, I don't believe what I saw and uh, what I've just seen. And um, but anyways, I'd love to see that again. It's been 31 years. That's a long time. A lot of you weren't born. I was a mere child. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. And the Angels. Well, what can you say? Um, well. The loss of Tyler Skaggs, the death of Tyler Skaggs. Everything else takes third place, um, t- tenth place. But they've had more injuries than any team I can ever remember. Latest to being uh, Mike Trout, who's now out for the season with the foot problem. Upton's out for the season, not that he played well in uh, 2019. Uh, Tommy Lestrella may come back for a few games, who knows. Cozart's out for the season. Um I don't ever remember a team, and I mean this in all sincerity, with more injuries. Well, maybe the Yankees this year, but uh, the Angels' starting staff has been decimated by injuries. And um, I don't know what you can say. I don't think you can blame first-year manager Brad Ausmus. I I really don't. I think some people are saying, well, Sochi would have done better. I don't think anybody could have done much better than Ausmus has done with the uh, quality of team that he could put on the field because of the injuries. Now, next year, I don't know. I don't really think any of the starters that I've seen are dominant-type starters. Heaney's good, but he's not dominant. Um, Sandoval maybe could be the best of them, but um, it's just a its a mess right in Anaheim. It really is. I don't know what they're going to do. Obviously, Trout's going to be 100% next year. And, of course, uh, Joe Adele, the, uh, one of the guys is uh, rated uh, up there as the top uh, one or two minor league players, will be... Uh, uh, probably with the, will be with the Angels next year. And he ranks uh, with uh, Gavin Lux, who, by the way, uh, looks like a major leaguer, plays like a major leaguer, and will be a major leaguer for a long time, barring injuries for the Dodgers. This kid is a player. And again, you know, you got, uh, going back to the Dodgers again, you got uh, Hernandez and Taylor, who lose some at-bats and playing time, because you have to play Lux, not just against righties, but I play him against lefties. In which case, you know, Taylor doesn't play or Hernandez doesn't play. And Muncy's back, and that's going to be a key because, uh, um, you know, I thought after last year, that's the last time this guy ever gets 30 home runs. I think he's got 32, as uh, we do right here, uh, Sports Business Los Angeles on Believe. But uh, I think Gavin Lux is going to be a star in baseball. He really is for a long time. 
Peterson, of course, had that streak of last week, what, uh, six home runs and like uh, ten at-bats and something like that. And, of course, uh, Bellinger not hitting as well in the second half as the first half. But, again, back to the Dodgers, because I like the Dodgers. Back to the Dodgers. They've got to get a consistent bullpen, and we've got two weeks left of the regular season, and then the playoffs. Is there time to work that out? Do they have it in the system, I mean, uh, on the major league roster, to get much out of the bullpen? I'm not sure. I'm really not. And um, I don't know. You could email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We're with you every week. Next week, Jeff Ellens will be back. Of course, he teaches sports business media at USC, the Annenberg Institute, and Jeff will be with us. And until next week, uh, may all your thoughts be winning ones. Remember to email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Dom, thank you very much. And uh, can't wait to talk to you next week across America and around the world, right here on Sports Business Los Angeles on Believe. Bye, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.